0: Well, welcome. It's the fourth day of August year of our Lord, 2022, and we're looking at the psalm. This is our Thursday tradition. We go to the psalm and hear what the psalmist is up to and what he's sharing about God, and it all ties in. The lectionary people that put all the scriptures together to cover most of the Bible in three years kind of knew what they were doing. Don't always agree. Don't always preach from the lectionary, but... uh, those of you that do get uh, get a good foundation out to your people and they get to hear pretty much the high points of the gospel the epistle uh some of the new testament the old testament and then the psalm and i pray that if you're preaching sunday that you would just immerse yourself in in god's word and bathe yourself with prayer and and be hopeful, expectant, and willing to let God speak through you and use you and bless you in, in incredible ways. And that will bless your people. And that's the key to having a church that's excited. When you share your excitement, when you share your faith, when you share the boldness that God has spoken to you with in your speaking, that you're not shy or timid or doubtful about what you're speaking, but that you're honest and transparent about some of the fears you have, some of the doubts that you have, some of the sins that you feel you've been uh, hiding for some time and want to share how God removed those from you. And so we're looking at Psalm 50, verses 1 through 8, and we're looking at the Message Bible I find that some psalms are best understood when you use modern language. Of course, not all of them work. Psalm 23 does not work. I'm quadriliteral. I speak King James, and King James and Psalm 23 go hand in hand. In my personal opinion, you don't have to agree, but uh, this Psalm 50, one, Psalm 51 through 8, the Message version i pray it bring a blessing to you so friend welcome i'm pastor and i pray this helps you in your walk with jesus the devotional is called god's not shy and you'll hear that in the devotional here's verse one the god of gods it's god speaks out shouts earth welcomes the sun in the east farewells farewells the disappearing sun in the west From the dazzle of Zion God blazes into view. Our God makes his entrance. He's not shy in his coming. Starbursts of fireworks precede him. He summons heaven and earth as a jury. He's taking his people to court. Round up my saints who swore on the Bible their loyalty to me. The whole cosmos attests to the fairness of this court that here, God is judge. Are you listening, dear people? I'm getting ready to speak, Israel. I'm about ready to bring you to trial. This is God, your God, speaking to you. I don't find fault with your acts of worship, the frequent burn sacrifices you offer. This, dear friends, is the word of God for us. The people of God, we say thanks be to God. Well, I have many friends on social media, that love to take pictures of sunsets, and not as many, for various obvious reasons, to <laughs> take pictures of sunrises. So as they know, and as they attest by some of the most awesome pictures I've seen that the, these people have taken, they say this first verse of the, of the psalm is true. Both the sunrise and the sunset are the magnific- magnificent works of God the psalmist knew it and addressed it as the handiwork of god and as beautiful as both sunrises and sunsets can be the psalmist says that god is not shy as he blazes into view we should think of the sunrise as god saying good morning world and the sunset could be god saying good night earth prepare to sleep well and Ready yourself for a new day filled with opportunities for service and for loving, compassionate uh, for all people. Love and compassion for all people. The psalmist also knew that God would gather the faithful and reward them for their loyalty and service in contrast to what we read earlier this week through the prophet Isaiah. Remember, Isaiah had to confront the realities of the kings and their wayward ways. And now the psalmist is kind of rounding the corner and summing it up because to the faithful according to the psalmist the day will come when god will say i don't find fault with your acts of worship the frequent burnt sacrifices you offer god saying i see that as being sincere i see that as being real and so i thank you for it. and you will be blessed for it now if we would pause to consider this psalm the reality of god it matters not where you found yourself at your lowest god was there did you hear that we've had some days when it's been really low god was there anyway all days regardless of the in-between the sunrise and the sunset god was not shy on that bad day quite the opposite god was there declaring i am here and i am here for you at the time of this writing Nellie and i are in houston on grandparent duty we took our two houston boys to the miniature train at herman park today and and this is uh, Wednesday when I'm recording this and then we drove up Maine toward downtown this Main Street by the way is one of the longest Main Streets in the United States and 19.1 miles long it's also part of Highway 90A alternate 90 but as we were driving it brought back many memories there was a majestic Sears on Main. That's no more, no longer there. It's The building is there, but it's now covered with a new facade. I don't even know what it's really about. It may be abandoned, and they're just painting it to just not make it part of urban blight. But i never forget, upon New's of my ju- new job as a marketing person for Southwestern Bell, that my mom took me to that Sears and bought me two suits. These were two coats with uh, matching pants one was solid like a typical suit and the other one was with a print so it was a solid uh, coat and a print pant that corresponded that's the way they were sold and uh, so with those two suits and four pants I had at least four days of the week covered because part of my responsibility and this was preparing me for ministry in those days when ministers used to wear suits all the time but with this job i had to wear suit every day of the week as i dealt with the customers of southwestern bell so i was blessed that was a very fond and uh, blessed memory that my mom uh, did that i know my dad told her to do it and so i was blessed with that outfit now just north of that sears was an older one-story white building where there was a store called the fire sale (laughs) that tells you a lot that was the closest in those days when we first arrived in houston that we got to sears in our first years in houston <laughs> the uh, understanding was that the fi- <laughs> the fire sale sold clothing that had been in a fire but survived well enough to be sold at cheap prices <laughs> and uh, i didn't complain i was thankful to have clothes to wear and just a little bit north of that store. On Main and Barrie was the site of my first job in Houston. I was hired along with my dad to work part-time in a store called the Persian Rug Company, run by an old Persian man named Mr. Barduni, who had come to the USA with a talent for washing and repairing very expensive and some priceless rugs. I was surprised to be hired at a dollar twenty-five an hour because my last job in Houston had paid me a dollar fifty per day I'd work eight or nine hours for a dollar fifty and now I was getting almost that amount for working an hour and so it was very hard back breaking work especially when the rugs were soaking wet and we gently (coughs) washed each rug and then when the washing was done we would roll them up and then carry them, my dad and I Sometimes we had another gentleman there working with us, and we would take it to the building behind the um, the offices, and this is a two-story building that's still standing. And now I think it's Home Slice Pizza, if you're ever driving uh, in that part of Houston and you got to maneuver around the light rail train that runs down the right center of, of Main Street, you can find the, the building. But upstairs in that uh, two-story building. was where Mr. Barduni had placed several levels of the old ceramic heaters and they were from roof to the the ceiling and they were on all the time and uh, the sight and the heat of that room made me think of the other place where bad people go when they die (laughs) or I should have said where the unfaithful and disloyal people will go at their death and that was a good memory of, of that, but the, I had nightmares the first few years after working in that second story. But all of these memories were reminders to me, as I'm sure you have reminders to you, that in spite of what we experience, good or bad, God was with us, and God still is. He's with us. God is faithful, and we should strive to be just, as faithful, and add to it our gratitude for all that God has done because God has done some awesome, incredible, unbelievable things in our lives and that's what get us, gets us through when some days just don't quite measure up but just remind yourself God is with us let's pray loving Father bless our efforts to please you grant us into Or grant unto us grateful hearts and willing spirits to serve you. We thank you for always being there for us and with us. Grant to us your peace when the going gets rough. But allow us to continue to move ever onward and upward. For it's in Christ Jesus' precious and powerful name that we pray. Amen. Well, dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray this has blessed you and blessed you enough to pass it on to others. This devotional is not for everyone. Some give us a try and say, no, not for me. That's okay. If this is for you, praise God. If it's not for you, praise God. But have a great blessed day. Here's your call to action. Speak grateful words to all you meet today to bless the goodness of God. Just give say, man, let me tell you how blessed I am. Let me tell you what God has done that's been super good to me. Receive my blessings of joy and hope. I'm Pastor Radhi I thank God for you. I love you. And I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.